0: Principal Matters Podcast, episode 17. Hi, this is William D. Parker. I'd like to welcome you to Principal Matters Podcast, the School Leaders Podcast, where each week I share with you insights, strategies, and practical tips on improving your service to students in your community. I am thrilled that you're joining me today, and I'd like to invite you, if you haven't had a chance already, to visit my website at williamdparker.com, where you can check out other free resources for school leaders, including my book for school leaders called Principal Matters, The Motivation, Courage, and Action Needed for School Leadership. Today, I want to share with you lessons from the rise of Theodore Roosevelt, a couple of years ago, I had the privilege of digesting this book in another long drive, which is the way I digest a lot of my longer reads. And the life of Theodore Roosevelt is one of the most fascinating that I've ever read. In fact, I have uh, subsequently read the other two novels in or biographies in this trilogy, and I'd like to encourage you, if you love biography, if you love learning about the life of past heroes or leaders, then check out The Rise of Theodore Roosevelt by Edmund Morris. In his book, he chronicles the life of Roosevelt from his birth to the day he becomes president, and in the subsequent books, he takes up the other parts of Roosevelt's life through his presidency, and then his third book, uh, Colonel Roosevelt, he chronicles the life of Roosevelt post-presidency until his death. This is almost a 800-page narrative, so I'm going to summarize for you some lessons that I learned from this very long read in a very short uh, podcast. So let's just jump right into it. I want to talk today about eight specific lessons that I think you could learn from the life of another leader. The first lesson is this. Never underestimate the power of early education. Roosevelt was born a very sickly child, and he was confined to his bed and to his home. And at an early age, because of this confinement, he spent most of his free time filling his mind with reading. And coming from a family of means, his father would take him on visits to sites and museums and eventually traveled with him to Western Europe and in the Middle East. He became acutely aware of the world around him at a very young age, way beyond his home in New York, and he even became fluent in other languages as a child. You never know what future leaders you may be developing when you expose a young mind to opportunities to learn deeply. And so that's lesson one I could see from Roosevelt's life is the power of his early education. Number two, never underestimate the influence of strong parental values. Um, Teddy Roosevelt developed some strong tendencies to vigorous habits, which were very much like his father. His father was incredibly self-disciplined, and that those habits of hard work and tenacity and moral conviction were ones that he passed on to his son, his son who was uh, not afraid to fiercely confront dishonesty or corruption when he grew older. So the legacy of a great leader often begins with who mentored them. The people who mentor us influence us to become who we will become, and the people whom we mentor have the same opportunities to demonstrate those values we're teaching them. Number three, never underestimate the benefits of rigorous self improvement. Now, I know that there are certain things that happen to people in life that are within their control and some things that are beyond their control. But the things that Teddy Roosevelt could control were things that he was told would be impossible. When he was a young teen, his family doctor told him, you have a very sharp mind, but a weak body, and you should develop that mind since you can't do both. Teddy's father refused to accept this, and he turned one floor in their home into a gym. And as a result, young Theodore worked so vigorously in muscle building and in running and in boxing, that he became a specimen of physical health while still maintaining a love for reading and for learning. His robust physical health made him not only feel better, but it provided him with amazing energy for more learning. So don't underestimate the benefits of rigorous self-improvement, even when you're told there may be something you can't do. Sometimes you can. Number four, never underestimate the value of providence. There are so many coincidences and fortunes and strikes uh, of luck for Roosevelt in this story that it's really quite unbelievable at times. He was a very hard worker and a very great student and an ardent politician and later an adventurer and an explorer and an outdoorsman and eventually a soldier. But his survivals in battles... uh, And in politics and in the military were ones that sometimes could not be explained in any other way than either A, he was lucky, or B, God's providence was guiding these things to continue to help him be successful. Uh, For example, as a boy, when he overcame his chronic illness to become one of the strongest, most robust men to ever serve as president— it's hard to explain that, that that was just based on his own physical strength. Doctors had said that was impossible. I would encourage you to read some of the accounts of Roosevelt's early life, because trying to explain all of those stories would seem unbelievable to you. But the lesson from this point is this, that that it is a healthy practice to recognize how often our lives are touched by circumstances that verge on the impossible, if not simply providential. So sometimes just be thankful. Uh, for the good things that happen in your life that maybe you some you can control and may you, many you can't. The fifth lesson, death isn't always the end and sometimes it is the beginning. One of the most painful parts of Roosevelt's life included his experiences with grief. He lost his father at a very young age. He suffered the loss of his first wife and his mother on the very same day. And these losses um, seem to throw him sometimes into Isolation or loneliness, but they also pushed him into new work and into new pursuits. His grief was what actually drove him west, a decision that forever changed his understanding of the American landscape, as well as his understanding of the American people and of himself. Through his suffering, he began to learn lessons that would shape him as a man and eventually as a future president. So sometimes our most creative, productive achievements can be born out of our deepest times of loss. It doesn't make the loss any easier, but it is good to see that sometimes those losses can produce lessons. Number six, publicity is a powerful promotion tool. Sometimes self-promotion seems very prideful, but starting at a very uh, young age in his politics, Roosevelt began to learn the power of the press. And when he would meet obstacles or needed public awareness, he would use his relationship with the press to further his causes. And it would help a lot for him to get the publicity he needed, to get the the support that he needed. Sometimes this would backfire, and he became focused as a, a point of critical editorials. But more often than not, he learned how to promote the issues of importance to influence policy changes and affect public opinion. Your communication of ideas with a bigger audience is a great way to grow momentum for whatever cause you're trying to create and promote. Lesson 7. A solitary focus on your enemies instead of your friends will lead to an inevitable dead end. One of the most difficult points in Roosevelt's career was when he was the commissioner of the Police Commissioner of New York City. He began to implement a lot of important changes, but he learned the painful lesson of making unilateral decisions. Without consulting anyone else, he began to put into place new policies. But during this assignment, he would react so furiously in tirades at his fellow commissioner's resistance to his reforms that eventually it backfired on him. And one of those men created a situation where Roosevelt couldn't move forward any longer because he no longer had consensus or approval. Now, this painful lesson served him very well in future times, and so even though he was still very fiercely independent, he learned the value of seeking, of seeking consensus from other people before he pushed ahead with his positive reforms. So here's the lesson. Learning to count your costs before a battle, even by seeking, seeking common ground with those who may resist you, is a smarter path than trying to change, charge ahead with just one-man victories. Let me say that again. Learning to count your costs before a battle, even by seeking common ground with those who may resist you, is a smarter path to change than one-man victories. Here's our last lesson, number eight. Roosevelt's personal courage truly made him remarkable, and courage is inspiring whether it was taking on the bosses of the Republican Party or going fist-to-cuff with bullying statesmen or chasing down and arresting thieves in the Wild West or leading the cavalry to a an incredible but deadly uh, but victorious battle, he never hesitated to fight a good fight. Behind so many of these instances was a motivation that was often greater than just personal promotion. If you believed... His own words in his own journals, Roosevelt truly believed that fighting was worth it if it was to overcome evil or corruption or to promote the common good. And he didn't mind the thrill of a good fight either. When you are confronted with difficulty, remember that your response will affect not only the situation, but those around you and how they may respond to their own. So make whatever response you have a courageous one. So let's wrap it up. Theodore Roosevelt's early life was both inspiring and challenging. He's a man who accomplished more in his early years than most of us will in a lifetime. And his example is just another example of a leader who demonstrates truths that we can all benefit from. He learned deep lessons from wrestling with grief. He understood the power of communication He benefited from defeats as well as victories, and he often chose the more difficult path when he knew he was going to do the right thing. And as a result, he made an incredible difference in his time and in the world in which we live. And with God's help, we can make a difference too when we make those kinds of choices. So here's your question for the day. How have you learned to turn difficulties into opportunities? Think about someone you can share with today about a way that you have grown through adversity. I want to tell you thank you for taking time to listen to Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast. And let me invite you, if you haven't, on iTunes to rate rate this program. When you do these podcast episodes, become even more available for others to enjoy and learn from. Just a reminder that on WilliamDParker.com, you can find free resources for school leaders every day. And when you... Subscribe to receive my free weekly updates. You'll also receive an ebook, a free ebook called Eight Hats for Leaders The Essential Roles for School Leadership. I'd love to share that resource with you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a fantastic day, and thanks again for doing work that matters.